Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was walking around Ottawa this morning and there was a vegan restaurant right outside our hotel. I don't know if George LaRock's ever been there, but we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline and welcome back the big man to the show. George, how you doing? Very good, Bob. How's everything on your side? Not bad. I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to get you to put your uh, Pro Scouts hat on right now. Should the Edmonton Oilers trade for Joel Edmondson? No, no way. No way, and I heard the rumors about how the others and the Kings are interested in Edmonton. Let the Kings have him and see how fun McDavid and Dry Settle they're going to have skating around him. His back is done. Don't do it. I want the others to win the cup. I don't want him to get a guy that's going to slow them down because he's hurt. Edmonton is a great man, but his body is done. He can't do it anymore. He's been hurt all year because of his back, and if he comes play for the others, even though he, he might play still, he's not going to be 100%. And right now, the others need a demon that's going to be close to 100% to help them. And he's not yeah. going to be able to help them. He's one of the worst plus minus in the league because his body can't keep up anymore because he's hurt. How And I realize the Canadians have been in a bye week, George, but they've lost Cole Caulfield. Is there a reality kicking in in Montreal on the season that is going on, or are they still surprising teams once in a while? They are surprising teams once in a while because guys have a lot of pride. As you know, Bob, the, the Montreal Canadiens have, have been better since uh, some of the veterans have been healthy scratch because the young guys that they're putting on, like Harvey Pinard, these other guys, they realize that it's a really good chance they have for next year. So they're laying it all out on the line, and they're a harder team to play against. And they're surprising team from time to time. And the thing with Caulfield, what we have to realize is if it would have been playoff or they were playing for a playoff run, he would have played. It's just that they were during the season right now that doesn't mean much. So it was better to get him operated so he's back to 100% next year. And at the same time, contract-wise, it's better because you have to resign Cofield. The fact that he gets 40 or 50 goals is going to help the Canadians signing him long-term like they did with Suzuki. And on top of that, when you look at this whole thing, everybody's talking about Bedard and not having him, not as many goals in the power play. You want, you're going to lose more game than you're going to win. So for the draft, they're all thinking about you know the first pick overall. So that helps their chances. Uh, you know how I felt when the trade got made at the NHL draft. I, I said that Montreal Canadiens just stole Kirby Doc. 
You've watched him all season. How has he played, George? Unbelievable. Right now, this question about, like, the guy could be, could surpass Suzuki as the first time in Montreal. Right now, he's been the best, the best center in Montreal the way he's been playing. He, in the face of that, he's been like 50% now. He's struggling to be in the season. Monheim was taking the draw for him. Not anymore. He's a force, and he's doing very, very good. Listen, but he's doing so good that now people in the beginning of the season, if like when you saw him in the season, if you were offering him for Dubois, people would have said yes. Now, people don't want to anymore. One for one, they don't want to trade Pierre-Luc Dubois for him because they see his potential being much more better than Dubois. And that's nuts because Dubois is a force, third overall, He's, he's going to be a point of guy this year. I know he's playing with better point and with the Jets, but there's so much trust in Doc right now. That's how good that he's been, and that's awesome. Yeah, well, you know I'm a big fan of Kirby's, and uh, I, I'll never – I found out, George, I know I told you the story. I found out during the conference final last year when we were in Colorado that there was a possibility Chicago was going to move Doc, and I was like – what? Why would you move a guy that was a third overall pick like two or three years earlier? Just be patient with him. And uh, you're not the only one that feels that way about Kirby Doc. So you're telling me that the Oilers should not be on Joel Edmondson. I don't think Edmonton needs Dadnoff uh, or Monaghan. Are those guys, is Monaghan even going to play? Okay. Don't touch anyone with Montreal and Edmonton Oilers. Don't. Because Dadnoff is. is, is Sleep is done. Dwight is done. Armia is done. They're all done. The only guy that was potential was Monaghan. But Monaghan is hip. The problem that he's had last year is kind of became recurring. He had some problems health-wise. He hasn't skated at all. And now if he comes back, are you seriously going to give a second pick to a guy that, that, that was hurt all last year, played well this year, but got back hurt again, and now you know that if he comes, he's not going to be 100%. Hasn't played any hockey, and you need help to, you need help, to help you finish as high as you can to have the best seed possible in the playoff. Come on. You can't. Right now, you can't catch. The only guy in Edmonton, the Montreal for the others, that I would go and get is Josh Anderson. He's the only guy, and I think he's going. And what I'm afraid of, Bob, is that he goes to Calgary. Because if he goes to Calgary, it's going to hurt Edmonton. Because... I think, like, the, the Canadian refused a first pick for him, but if somebody gives a little bit more than a first pick, he's going to go. I think they want to get rid of his contract because they don't see in three years when the team is ready to win that he's going to be part of that team in three years because obviously he's going to decline a bit down. But teams that need to win now, like Edmonton and Calgary, he's a great guy to have. And I know they're both interested, but that's the guy that you want. But... Pull the RV on waivers because nobody's going to want him since he said that he didn't know what his identity was. Like, free up some money. Go get Josh Anderson. Hmm. Well, I got a lot of time for Josh. Could the Montreal Canadiens use a right-shot power play quarterback on defense, George? Yeah, but, you know, first of all, on defense, because Coquille is not there anymore, they're using uh, Osman, as you know, and they're using Doc. Their system is weird. Since Cofield has been gone. He's doing all the shots. Because before Cofield, when Cofield was there, he was doing all the goals in power play. Hoffman didn't have one. Like, he's an unbelievable shooter, but Cofield was getting all the one-timers. Now that he's gone, Hoffman had one the other day. But, you know, Hoffman is off, man, the way that he's been playing. And you don't want him, but 
the, the power play is weird because sometimes our VPN is going to be on there. They try different guys. They, they don't really have a system set since Coffield's been gone. They're trying a bunch, bunch of things. And sometimes Anderson is there, but as you know, he's not a power play guy. But he's a guy that the owners need to go get. Imagine with Kane and him in the lineup, like the grit they're going to have, the speed and the physicality they're going to have for playoff time, the best guy to put in your team for that. He is the well, best I mean, guy. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, George, people forget, like, Kane missed 31 games, then he missed another one for a personal matter, and the Oilers missed him during that stretch, you know? Like, uh, they're they're 8-0-2. Who does Montreal play tomorrow, by the way? Uh, they're playing uh, the Islanders with uh, Bo Harvath, and they're playing okay. the Islanders with the retro jersey, and they play a game with a retro jersey this year, Bob, believe it or not, seven games they play with that retro jersey, they've lost. They've, they're 0 and 7 with that retro jersey, which called the uh, bad luck jersey of all time. And now they're playing the final game with it. The fans actually want the team to play with this jersey every game because they want them to lose to have their first pick overall. But, you know, they have no chance. Montreal has no chance tomorrow against the Islanders. With the retro jersey, the Islanders are the fight for a playoff spot. They're going to lose. And then they're playing Edmonton back-to-back with, uh, with, with Jake Allen and Nets that is not as good as he was. Uh, in the past, uh, the Oilers should have a steal there against Montreal, uh, against this young team that has a lot of players that are hurt. So, Montembeau starting tomorrow against the Islanders? Yeah, Montembeau tomorrow and Jake Allen against the Oilers. Oh, okay. Well, and again, Allen's, as George mentioned, I mean, he did sign a two-year extension of $3.85 million, of course. Carey Price, do we think Carey Price is ever going to play again, George? He's done. Carey Price is done. He, uh, he, he announced that. It's time he announced that. Uh, like, this year's doing a lot of charitable work in Montreal, but they announced that when the season is done, they're going back to BC, and uh, they're moving to BC. They're not going to be in Montreal anymore. So uh, we know he's done. You can't say it publicly for entrance reason, but uh, no, he's done. We all know that he's done, and he can never go back. Uh, he won't be back playing hockey again. Jake Allen's got an 891 save percentage this year, 3.58 goals against average. We are joined by Montreal-based uh, sports personality, Edmonton sporting icon George LaRock, the Oilers and the Canadians on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, the Canadians are going to be an interesting team to watch. I mean, I just look at their – to me, they don't have a power play quarterback on the fence – and maybe their best young defenseman, well, I think he is their best young defenseman, Caden Gooley, he's out as well. I think he's just starting to return to practice now. George, i got to ask you this. When you played um, in the National Hockey League, which like because Eric Lindros was the best player in the world from about 92 to 97, but he started to get injured a bit. How good of a player, like, did you know when Eric was on the ice when you were playing? Oh, yes, of course I did. It's funny because, uh, you know, Eric was like my size, my weight, but with hands and with hands and speed. It was insane. He was unstoppable. Uh, players didn't know what to do to guard him. It was impossible to guard him because he was so strong. And he was just, he was so intimidating. And, you know, imagine that Legion of Doom with him, Leclerc and, and Recky. Like, it, it, it was insane. Uh, no, not, not Recky. Ran, Ranberg. Leclerc and him, and that line was yeah. that line with Leclerc was so big. So you know you couldn't play the body with him. People were playing stick check because you don't want to get hit. He wasn't his prime. He wasn't his prime. And then, as you know, when he got hit, things changed. But but no, he was he was incredible, man. He was it, it was incredible. And and it was actually at the same time when he played for the Rangers after in Toronto, it was sad because 
obviously after Stephen hit him, he wasn't the same player that, that he was. But before that, he was by far the best power forward in NHL. He invented that position. You know, after him, you know, like Love some of the guys that, that were doing it, like ne- like Cam Neely, uh, um, you know, Kachuk. Now the, the Kachuk brothers are a bit of the power forward. Uh, not as, not, not power strength like Lindros was. But a guy, like maybe Keith Primo was the closest thing to what Lindros used to do to overpowering two guys and stuff. But Rick Pocket can melee, but there's not many guys that did that. I love Lindros. You know that. I, I, I've had this discussion. It's funny, the guys that all played against him, like Louie caught him early, like er, earlier in Eric's career. You kind of caught him mid-career, and they all say the same thing. This guy was... <laughs> He was as big as any one of us, except he was unbelievably fast and skilled. He is a hell of a player. Hey, are we watching with Connor? Are we watching the best player of a generation by a mile? It's it's scary, isn't it, George? You know, people can say whatever they The thing with Connor is that people are, you know, when you get used to see someone that is so good, that you forget how good that he is. People are kind of forget, and you're looking at other guys because, Connor is in a stratosphere, just him and the others. He is so good that some people are jealous and just trying to find flaws because they want to talk about other guys because it's too easy. Like, there's people that are doing fantasy hockey team. They don't put him first center. They don't put him there. They put McKinnon because they say McKinnon is more complete. Like, look at the points. Look at how much of a threat he is and when he's on the ice. There's no debate about who's the best player in the league right now because the thing with Connor, which people kind of forget, is that if we, we all know he's the best player in the world, but the thing is, the team that he plays against knows that too. So when Connor's on the ice, he's against the best defensive line and the best D-man of the other team. Does it affect him? He's almost two points a game playing against the best defensive line and the best D-man every game. So how could people even question the fact that this guy is not a winner, is not a gamer? They put anyone at D in front of him. He's going to go past them. He's going to go score. He's going to go full speed. He's a perfect player. If God created the perfect NHL player with speed, hands, and everything, he created Conor McDavid. So that's why it's like you're looking at him. You see soft stuff that he's doing on the ice. You see, like, all complete and, and all fast. And, and, and I love the fact that he's not a minus 30 anymore like he used to be in the beginning of his career. He's more reliable defensively. And, man, he's a threat. Every time he has the puck, is a threat. Everybody's backing up. And if I want to win a game, I don't care if it's a playoff game, a best of seven or whatever, that's the first guy I want on the ice. And if you can only play D, I don't care. I'll put him at D. I'll put him, I'll put him even at net. But with him, he's by far, I don't know who even, like, that guy, like, like a lot of guys like Wayne and other guys, like, they were unbelievable setup guys that, 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 that were dangerous, but not like Connor. Connor could take the puck coast to coast and score, go all over the place. He doesn't need supporting cast. Like Mario played with Jagger, and he played with guys that were sick, like Keith, uh, Scott Stevens and guys like that. Connor plays with Pulley RV, plays with, uh, p- plays with wingers. Yes, now he's with Dreisaitl, which is good, but some of the wingers that he's played with, like Zyke Hyman, is having a career year. Why? Because he's playing with Connor. Not because Connor is playing with him. Like, he's helping everyone around him. It's kind of remind me, when, uh, when uh, um, Mario Lemieux played with, uh, what's this guy that, that, that broadcast, broadcast with us? Born Young. Um, he played no, no, with Born no, Young. The, 
No, the forward that scored 29 goals. He works in Edmonton and radio. Man, what's his name again? He scored 29 goals. Mario Lemieux played with him in Pittsburgh. What's his name again? He's in a broadcast with, uh, with, uh, with the Oilers team. Covers the team. Brown. Brown. Brownie. Oh, Rob Brown. Rob, yeah, Rob had 49 goals. Yeah. So, Mario, so that's what Connor does. When you play with Connor, it's a lottery ticket for you because he's going to get you to do a lot of points. And it's not like Connor well, Rob, needs them. Now, Rob Brown had 200, Rob had a 212-point season in junior, George. He was a pretty yeah, good no, score. But fair no, comment. But, nobody saw but, Yeah, but look what he did after he wasn't with Mario, you know? Yeah, so Connor, awesome song. Like, you know, what Mario did to Rob Brown, Connor does that to any player that he plays with. It's not that Connor needs players to rack up points. The players that play with him gets a lot of ticket because hey, he makes everybody George, look so good. George, you were looking good in this interview. Thanks for joining us on Oilers Now. we got to get going here, okay? Okay, thanks for having me, bro. You bet. That's George LaRock, 152 in Edmonton, back in two minutes' time with this day in Oilers history. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Van Halen album launching today, back in the day. Game Day Lineup Report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future for a free financial consultation. Visit McGuireFinancial.ca. The Oilers 8-0-2 in their last 10. Ottawa 6-4 in their last 10. Coming off the bye week, their top line, Stutzla with Kachuk and Joseph. Uh, Kachuk's uh, last season had 30 goals and 117 pims in 79 games. Ridley, Greg with Debrinket and Giroux on their second line. Shabbat uh, has mostly been with uh, Zaitsev when healthy. Sanderson, Jeff Sanderson's son, Jake Sanderson, and Hamannick. We expect Anton Forsberg to start in goal. Um, for the Oilers, I think they'll go 11-7 and seven, and there is a good chance Yessa Pugliarvi will play in one of the two games this weekend. As we go to this day in Oilers history, it is presented by our friends at New West Travel. Again, in April, we've got the Cali Road Trip to see the Oilers play the King of the Ducks. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com. Still have a couple spots left in this trip. Here's Brendan Escott. Yeah, and uh, just last year, Edmonton promoting Jay Woodcroft from head coach of the Bakersfield Condors to head coach of the Oilers, taking over for Dave Tippett. Woodcroft and uh, assistant Dave Manson leading the Oilers to a 26-9-3 record. That earned him a trip to the Western Conference Final for the first time since 2006. Edmonton with the fourth best record in the NHL since Woodcroft has taken over. Reed Wilkins has inside Sports Night 6-8 tomorrow, uh, 10-30 Puck drop orders and senators from the Canadian Tire Center. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, then the 6.30 chat afternoons with guest host Brad Whisker. Uh, back at you tomorrow morning, 9.05 Edmonton time.